Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations gently guiding you back to your natural state which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today I am asking the question, what are you making up? And I think human beings have been making things up for a really long time, haven't they? It's that search for meaning, I suppose you might call it. Perhaps you can think of some of the things that have been made up, but the examples that come to mind for me are things like the world is flat, um, that, um, that diseases come from something called a miasma that is floating smell <laughs> that can be got rid of by waving bits of lavender about. Um, you know, the, the, I'm sure you can think of lots of things too, things that we have made up. And I think the first thing to say about that is that that is 100% innocent. Like human beings haven't been going around thinking, what can we make up that's not true? They're just looking for understanding to try and understand things and how they work. And so that's how we've ended up where we are today. And and there's a couple of things that have come up in the last couple of days that that I where I could see the making up of something. So the first one was um I was in a meeting and um when this is being recorded in the UK, we have an issue with fuel. Um during the at the end of the coronavirus stuff, we now have a problem where we appear to not having a fuel. Although whether that's true or not, I don't know. That's probably made up too. Um, and I was in a meeting, and somebody said, "Oh, it'll be the same people who are panic buying fuel who panic bought toilet roll at the beginning of the pandemic in the UK." And I, I'm afraid, I just said that's not true. You can't know that that's true. But I suspect, because I used to have a lot of judgmental thoughts like that, and I used to add two and two together and make five quite frequently, that that the feeling that you get when you make up something like that is not nice. But it looks, doesn't it, like the feeling is coming from the people buying the queuing up for fuel or panic buying fuel or the combination that those people, as you look at them, you think they're the people who panic bought toilet roll as well. And that feels uncomfortable inside us, doesn't it? But it's made up. Unless you're, you know, you could be referring to some data and a, a Mori poll. Do they still do polls? I don't know. <laughs> but you could, you know, and, and maybe there would be, you could find the facts of that. But in that moment when you're saying that, 
the person saying that did not know it to be true. It was made up, but it felt uncomfortable, I imagine. It, it brought about some uncomfortable, frustrated, maybe angry feelings. I don't know exactly how they felt, but I do know how those kind of thoughts used to feel inside me. And maybe you can relate to that too. And the other um, discussion I got into, which was on, on a social media platform, LinkedIn, in fact, um, was around the idea of ego. Uh, and people talk about it, don't they? They talk about ego all the time. But somebody made that up. Like, like really, I know he was a well-respected psychologist, Freud, but he did make that up. It, it, do I have an ego? That's, I guess that would be something that I could believe if I bought into Freudian psychology, which I don't, by the way. <laughs> but it's made up. And as you start to think about this, you, you can see how many things have been made up and that we've bought into and we now adopt as a part of life. But for me, again, the consideration of something called an ego seems to me, and I see this in my clients, seems to create an extra layer of thinking about who we are and what we are and how we function. And there's, then there's something to manage. You have to manage this thing called the ego, don't you? Get to know it and manage it. It seems like more things to think about. But, but in the main, when we're making things up, what I would like to point you towards today is how that makes you feel. Like for a lot of my clients, there's, there's some limitations around how they feel they're being judged by other people. And I will often hear things like, um, you know, I, so-and-so looks at me in a certain way or there's a tone in their email or, you know, they didn't say good morning to me this morning and, th and therefore I know that they're thinking about me in a certain way. I've got ideas about how they're thinking about me and who hasn't had a thought like that? I think we all have, haven't we, at some point? And the other kind of thinking is, you know, when people do behave in a way that we don't understand and we make up a story about why they're doing that, Again, it doesn't feel so nice, does it? And there are all sorts of other things you will, I hope as you're hearing this, you'll be able to bring some awareness about the things that you're making up. Now, where this can be helpful is to understand that when you feel off, if you, you're making up a story about what's in somebody else's head or why they're behaving the way they're behaving or anything else about life, if you've got an off feeling that comes with that, you feel angry or upset or stressed or whatever you're feeling about that person's behaviour, or imagine the imagined the imagined ideas about why they're doing what they're doing or what they're thinking about you or anything else it's knowing that that feeling is coming from the thinking not from the outside world 
I mean, apart from anything else, you can never know what's in somebody else's head, what they're thinking about you, or even if they are thinking about you, which mostly they're not, of course, and and why people behave the way they behave. You can't know that. But it it looks like there's then something to do in the world, isn't there, to, to stop that or get rid of it or make them stop doing that thing that's making you feel bad. The feeling you're feeling is telling you one thing and one thing only all of the time. Whether it's a happy feeling or an uncomfortable feeling, it is just telling you one thing. It's telling you that your thinking is off. You have an angry feeling, you have angry thinking. It's not the person doing the thing that's making you angry. It's your thinking. And how that can be really helpful is that if you notice that there's stuff going around in your head, or you probably will notice the feeling first, as you notice that, it's the knowing. Like there's nothing to do here. I'm not going to suggest some tool or technique to manage your feelings. But in the moment, as you notice that off feeling and you remember, oh, that means my thinking's off. It's almost like there is some wonderful reset button inside you. Don't ask me about how it works because I don't know. But it seems that it does, that in the remembering, that, that uncomfortable feeling is coming to you via thought in the moment. In that moment, there is a reset back to calm that happens almost imperceptibly. You, you can't really put your finger on it, but it just does happen. And all it is is a remembering. And, and you might go a long period before you remember. But you will. You will remember and then the feeling will pass. And over time, the more you look in this direction, the more time you spend listening to things like this. That time between feeling the feeling and, and it passing because there's a realisation of what it is gets shorter and shorter and I guess then your life becomes less of a roller coaster and more of a nice smooth line. As usual there's just an invitation here as always to get curious. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.